0: We have a new sponsor that you guys are just going to love. Symbol is the stock market for sports that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. On Symbol, you can trade your sports teams like stocks, and every time your team wins, you earn cash. Use your sports knowledge on Symbol to buy low, sell high, and earn cash payouts when your team wins. Join the 7,000-plus early adopters who have started to invest in their favorite teams Visit www.symbol.com. That's s-i-m-b-u-l-l.com to create a free account. We deposit. Make sure you use the promo code SD. That's in Sugar Daddy to make your deposit risk-free. Visit symbol.com and use the promo code SD, and your deposit will be risk-free. That means even if you lose money, Symbol will refund it, and no questions asked. Join Symbol and start investing and profiting for your favorite teams today. Spotify Green room it's the live, audio-only sports talk platform. Talk to fans, athletes, insiders in real time. Get in on the conversation that you listen to every day. Share your own experiences and also your chance to be featured on that podcast. Go and download it download from the iOS App Store or um, Google Play Store. Create your profile, link your Twitter if you want and join a group and go in with some hot takes. and <laughs> Welcome to our Pit Panther Rants, another sports Friends podcast. Vlad Harris, your host. All right, let's pause. let's get rid of the scorpions here. Speaking of that, let's come. I want to look at the lyrics to this because this has me curious. Rock you like a hurricane? Because it's Miami week, and it's, of course we're playing the Hurricanes. I could have, you know, I could have done the. I could have played some of the Miami songs, like the what was the seventh floor, um it was the sixth floor, floor crew? You know, let's see here. Oh, wow. Let's see here. It's early morning. The sun comes out. Last night was shaking and pretty loud. My cat is purring. It scratches my skin. So, what's wrong with another sin? The bitch is hungry. She needs to tell. So, give her inches and feed her well. <laughs> more days to come and new places to go. Oh, you yeah, know, more days to come. You know, definitely more days to come. <laughs> I've got to leave. It's time for a show. So basically, let's see here. Early morning, they were banging all night. She wants more. So what's wrong with another? You know, what's wrong with doing it again? She's hungry, and of course, um, <laughs> he has to feed her. <laughs> and then, so basically, he's getting. So basically, this first stanza, I guess, I guess, it's, I guess, what they call them stanzas. I don't know, poems or whatever. It sounds like he, um, yeah. It sounds like a blow and go. You know, he's uh, he's 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 saying that you know, yep. Time for a blow and go, and then time to go on stage. Let's see here. And of course, it looks like, obviously, after a long hard, you know, I'm reading I'm, I'm raining down this whole thing. It looks like after a long hard day's work, he needs more. You know, it's man, that's. That's amazing. I mean, you know, I, I've I've heard this song played on TV so many friggin' times, and um, you know, I used to rock out to it, especially you know the, here I, you know, and man, who would have thought that first those first two uh, parts, you know, he's talking about a blow and go. Well, of course, he's talking about you know, you know, maybe I'm maybe I'm reading this wrong, but to me, it sounds like you know, obviously he and whoever it is. Had a little, um, you know, a little conjugal visit the night before, and, you know, they're both up, and he, you know, she's in the heat, and he wants, you know, <laughs> so, you know, yeah, blow and go. So, yeah, he has, you know, he's got to go. He has new places, people see things to do, and, you know, I got to do that. I mean, that's just, <laughs> that's something else. Um, Pitt's got Miami this week. In fact, let's uh, take a look here at the uh, college football thing here. I'm gonna pull that up for the ACC. But let's get to some other things. Well, Pitt um, landed two verbal commits this week. I mean, at the start, they they flipped the kid from New Jersey. Well, actually, no. Like, yeah, that's they did do that. They flipped the kid from New Jersey. He he was a Temple verbal, and Temple obviously isn't going anywhere. I mean, Pitt did flip Kenny Pickett from Temple, and look, I mean, that obviously worked out. So they flipped Cal Lewis. He's the number 11th rated player in New Jersey. It's always nice to get a New Jersey kid. It just you know things just aren't working out for them and you know Temple and um. You know, he's projected as a linebacker in college, and he's 45th in the nation as an athlete category by rivals, which is, you know, hey, I'm good for that. He had offers from Penn State, Marshall, UMass Virginia, Maryland. You can't go wrong with that. I mean, there's some good offer sheets there. And then a day later, they got one from a 2023 Zion Fowler of Jersey City. He became the first high school prospect from the class of 2023 to make a verbal commitment to Pitt. I mean, if that's in the world, I mean, hey, I mean, props to Pitt from getting a, you know, hit had offers from Virginia Tech and UMass, but he, I'm sure, you know, two Jersey, two Jersey kids. Uh, you can't go wrong with that. Um, I don't, you know, he's a 2023 commit. So a lot can happen between now and you know when he has to sign his letter of intent. I mean that's a long way. So if he does change his mind, you know it happens. But getting these kids to in early, like these twenty twenty three kids, is you know good because it's sparking other interest. Maybe other interests will follow along with that. You, know, you never know. Pitt, on the other hand, did lose a player to the to the uh, transfer portal. Uh, A.J. Davis is transferring. He's a running back. Is there like a... I'm trying to think if there's a deadline for the transfer portal because pettner Doozy mentioned that, you know... Look at it here. I mean, is there a deadline for the transfer portal, like for the season? Okay, so there's no... Doesn't look like there's no doesn't look like there's really any deadline for it. But, you know, Panarduzzi did mention A.J. Davis as a possibility to, to step in because um, Pitt's going to be without, maybe without Izzy Abacananda and um, Jordan Addison this, this Saturday. That's a good possibility. And Narduzzi mentioned um, A.J. Davis as a possibility to step in and it doesn't look like that's going to happen now because he's transferring and. Yeah, you know, supposedly he was this, You know, he was a good kid. You know, things just didn't work out for him. I mean, Pitt had an issue with a running game for you know ever since you know um, Quadrellson left and Darren Hall they both left, and they just never really had established ground game. You know, part of it we blame on the offensive line, but our part of it was running backs because we recruited a bunch of backs and nobody really seemed to. They never really seemed to um, emerge. No, you know, nobody really emerged as, as that guy. And of course, you know, you know when you have those two combinations, well, our offense is going to be hot garbage, which it was. I mean, on top of that, you know, Kane was throwing the ball more, and of course, we were having a lot more drops because of that, because receivers weren't catching passes that were thrown to them. In it was it was just a just a two headed monster, but when a j is needed most he he transfers uh but uh but i understand i mean he has i mean yeah i mean he has a right to do so i mean he's not he's not really doing anything and he has not a whole lot going on right now at Pit and he needs to go somewhere where his his services are gonna be needed so you like you only get to play college football once. You know, know, so you might as well go and make the most of it. And, you know, so, you know, regardless. I mean, he got jumped off, obviously, by Hammond as well. I mean, he basically, you know, he got two... I mean, he's behind Vincent Davis, who, you know, the staff seems to really love. You know, and there's Hammond, and then there's Izzy. So he's... I mean, worst case, we have Todd Sibley. But, of course, AJ never really broke out either as well. I mean, that just... Maybe he'll go somewhere where he breaks out. Now, Pitts got Miami at noon at Heinz Field. Uh, look at the stats here. Pitt, you know, Pitts averaging forty-five points a game. Miami thirty-two. Miami's defense is allowing thirty points a game. Pitts allowing only twenty. Offensively, Miami's pretty. You know they're doing pretty well. I mean they have. They're starting to figure out their offense. Which is kind of a nightmarish. I mean, they did. They lost 30 20 to UVA. UVA's defense is not good. UNC is hot garbage now. They're you know, they lost 45-42. And NC State, they lost they won 31 3130. So Miami obviously is figuring out their offense. And which doesn't bow well for Pitt. Our hope, My hope is that Miami's defense is pot garbage as it is, is. they're allowing 390 yards a game, 245 in the air, and 145 rushing. This bodes well for Pitt because Pitt loves to throw the ball. And, of course, if Jordan Assen's out, it sucks, but we have Jared Wayne. We have Malky Stovall as well. And, uh, of course, we have um, Shockey Jockey. I mean, and, of course, Lucas Crawl, Bartholomew. I mean, we have guys that can step in. And, of course... Vincent Davis can come out of the backfield, and make catches, soak at Hammond. You know, if it's he can't play, so I'm not really too concerned about that. Um, you know, as so, long you know, Miami's defense has been ferocious in the past, but I don't know, looking at this now, it doesn't look it doesn't look as much, but it could be this evening as well. But you know, defensively Pitts still doing pretty well. I mean, averaging two hundred, you know, they're allowing two hundred 9 yards passing in the air, 109 rushing. Obviously, the key here is going to be well, a lot of stuff. I mean, it's uh, obviously Tyler Van Dyke promised the um, he made a, he made a, um, guarantee that they would um, guarantee to save their season, and of course they beat North NC State. So they got a fiery guy right now, a fiery leader who's you know trying to bring them back. So I mean, all I can say is, I mean, basically, Miami's offense is basically like an air like air offense. Pitt's facing it's our, it's spread spread out RPO type crap. So Pitt's gonna have to rattle this guy. Yep, I'm watching right now. He's definitely it's RPO. Damn it! I mean, can't, why can't he face a why can't he face a pro style offense like you know any decent you know but, you know. Go to pro style. I mean, get get these guys ready. I mean, while it sucks to be without Aston and possibly Izzy, injuries are part of the game, and we got to just, you know, you know, these seasons, regardless of what injuries and whatnot, they're never easy. No schedule's ever easy. You're always going to have challenges. So Pitt's obviously facing him right now, and, you know, Pitt right now is in the driver's seat in the Coastal, and this is, you know, if anything, this is where for the staff, this is where you earn your money. And this is where obviously you earn you know for players you earn your scholar you know your, your respect. Now look at the game itself, Pits on Minus 9 favorite, which is kind of generous, I think. Currently the minus nine, I've seen them line go up to minus eleven. Over under in this game, 61 and a half. In fact, I'm I have to write down my picks because you know I kept screwing this up where I didn't where I wasn't saving them. I don't like the pit minus nine. Um how is Pitt on the money line? Pitt's minus three eighty on the money line. Uh if you have like a if you have a giant bank account a bank account, you probably laid on you probably invest on the money line, but I don't know about this game. Pitt's had a history of, you know, losing to them, no matter how bad they are. So fifty-three percent love pit right now. That's consensus right now. Which you know, yeah. I, for me, I would stay away from this game. But you know what? I'll ride Pitt because you have to at this point. Pitt, I'm gonna go with a Pitt minus nine, and you know what? I'm going under on the under under sixty one and a half because I don't think Miami's facing an, a defense like Pitts right now. And somebody, you know, sometimes, sometimes a humbling is needed. So that's what I'm going with. Virginia Tech and Georgia Tech. Jesse Fuente still has a job, but I'm not sure why. But before we get into this, guys, let me tell you about our new sponsor. It's Symbol. It's the sports stock market that allows you to profit out your sports knowledge. There are two ways to make money on Symbol. First, every time a team you own wins, you want to earn a cash win payout. Second, just like the stock market, if you think your team is going to increase in value, you can buy low and sell high for a profit. Use the promo code SD. That's in sugar day to make your first deposit risk free. That means if you lose money, or just decide just not for you, simple refund your initial deposit. Sure no questions asked. And let me tell you about Spotify Green Room. It's a live audio only sports talk platform. Free to download. Use talk to other fans, athletes, insiders in real time. Perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and right on the breaking news. It's a free, audio-only social platform for sports fans. You can start or join ongoing conversations about anything. Whether it's the pick game itself, the Steelers, Mike Tomlin. Watch games together at right the breaking news. Talk to other sports fans, athletes, insiders, and whoever else. Maybe Mike Tomlin joins in a watch party to talk about you know the, the latest college job openings. And you can join on summer conversations and who knows if you, if you join a podcast, you'll be you have a chance to be featured. All you need to do is download the gr the Spotify Room app. It's free on the iOS App Store or Google Play Store. Create your profile, like your Twitter. Come in with your spiciest takes. Alright, we're done here. Let's get to uh the rest of the games now. Since I didn't do that, do I do that whole thing. Virginia Tech and Georgia Tech, uh My gut says I'm gonna go Virginia Tech in this one. Uh They lost a heartbreaker to Syracuse. I mean, that pretty much saved, you know, Babers for now. But, but, you know, I think Babers and Fuente are two guys that are going to be gone pretty soon. Uh, Fuente's definitely going to be gone. I mean, if he loses this game, he's definitely, you know, he's out. I think for Fuente to actually sit, you know, Fuente's going to have to win out basically to save the season, and I don't see it happening. Uh Florida State and Clemson. I think Clemson is gonna wake up and beat Florida State. Uh yeah, I think so. Uh Florida State just isn't that good. And Clemson showed some flashes here. I think their backup wasn't too bad, but he They pulled him because he was uh he was kind of getting reckless with the ball. But the you know the, the first string you know, the first string quarterback wasn't that good either. So I mean I'd rather go with a guy that's gonna actually you know, take risks and up be up and down. Boston College and Syracuse BC's kind of on a downward spiral. They're at four, and, you know, they're now four and three. Of course, they're playing with their backup. Syracuse, it's at it's at Syracuse. You know what? I'm going with the Q's. I think they're going to uh, keep it going for Dino at least. I mean, if Dino can get Syracuse to a bowl bid, I mean, he may save a season. You know, I think Syracuse may just hold. you know they may just hold on to one. I mean, he's 4-4 four four right now. But he needs to win some more ACC games to be taken seriously. Duke and Wake Forest, that's an obvious one. Wake is a minus 17 this game. Yeah, I'm taking Wake on a 17 and that one. Yeah, I'm going to take the spread in that one for sure. North Carolina, Notre Dame, over a 62.5. I'd probably... I'd, uh, you know what? I'm going go with Notre Dame. Minus 3.5. I'm taking the Notre Dame minus 3.5. Uh, over under 62.5, but I just think that uh, they're probably going to do some things to uh, make Sam Howell's life miserable. Louisville and NC State, and plus is at Notre Dame as well. So, you know, you know, for damn sure North Carolina is not winning that game. Uh, Louisville and NC State. Um, that's what happened last week to NC State. Hmm. I mean, that was a costly loss for them. I mean, that really was very costly. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with um, you know, NC State in this one. I think they. Not sure how Louisville, you know, Louisville did win last week, but, yeah, I think NC State comes back, you know, rebounds. Virginia, BYU, this is a big game for UVA. Um, You know what, it's, I'm going with BYU in this one. It's an on-conference game. Over under, this is 64. I'm definitely taking the over on this one. Because both of, you know, it's going to be a loaded game. Now let's look at the rest of the top 25. What other exciting games we got. Uh, Michigan, Michigan State. Michigan's right now minus four favorite in this one. But, uh, hmm. Neither one of these teams, really. I don't think they've really done enough to stand out. You know. I mean, this game could go either way. Um. Michigan State won last year, if I remember correctly. And you know what? It's at Spartans, so I'm going to take the Spartans. I mean, it's a big game for Jim Harbaugh, but yeah, I don't know. I'm going to go with Spartans this one. I'm Wisconsin. Ugh. I'm going to go Wisconsin and upset. Yeah, because Iowa, Iowa tends to be usually an eight or nine win team, and they they had some momentum going in here, but their quarterback is uh, suspect. Texas and Baylor, I, I thought Baylor was a bunch of frauds, but they they're six and one, and it's hard to um, go past it now. I mean, they've really uh, really kept you know, really put on. So I gotta go with the Baylor Bears. Iowa State, West Virginia. It's at West Virginia, and then you know it's minus seven. How are the how are the hoopies doing anyway? Sorry, I had to use the word guys. Sorry, I had to use hoopies, but you know how that goes. Oh they they lost at TCU. At home though, West Virginia does really well at home. So I'm taking West Virginia plus seven. It's definitely going to be a tough game. Georgia and Florida. At one time, this was going to be a big game. Uh, UGA is going to you know, beat them. Uh, yep, Florida is done. Anything, anyone, anything, anything else that's interesting here? Uh, Ole Miss and Auburn. Uh, I am going to uh, normally I would take Lane in this one. But I think I'm going with Auburn at home. They're a minus two and a half favorite in this one too, as well. That's a, that's an odd one. But now, is there anything else that's interesting? Let's see. Uh, let's see here. Um, Kentucky, Mississippi State. Uh, you know what? I think I'll get, it's at Ole Miss. Um, I think I'm uh, on Ole Miss. Miss, Okay. I'm going to say Mississippi State. Let's see here. Anything else of ordinary? Oh, we got one last game to talk about. Penn State Ohio State. Um. Penn State, as you know, suffered a, um, a really bad loss last week. It was to a really mediocre Illinois team. Ohio State right now is minus 18.5. And I think Ohio State's covered the last several weeks, and the spread's have been around 21. They're getting 18.5 for this game. And that's a pretty generous, uh, that's actually generous, because they've been around uh, twenty one. 20 something point favorites the last several weeks, and they've covered every single time. I mean, they covered Rutgers, they covered Maryland, they covered Indiana, and they were, I mean, these guys, I mean, these were, yeah, they were heavy favorites in all of them. I mean, they were at least 20 point favorites, and they were getting 18 and a half. I'm not sure what happened last week. Maybe Sean Clifford just wasn't healthy, but. I'm, I'm not sure if there was any focus either, because I mean James Franklin said he was fo- he was focused on Illinois, and I mean did they the? I mean did they think that last Saturday was a bye week and they forgot the practice? I mean he's being rumored for jobs, and supposedly changed his agents, and he did this supposedly before the season, and really it's just if anything maybe this maybe this whole thing is just a big distraction with these with all these um, rumors. I don't know. I don't think he has a whole lot of leverage anymore. And if I'm, if I'm, if I'm a Penn State fan, I'm, I'm mad because at one time, they, 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 at one time Penn State was, what, top three, top four in team of the nation. Now they're 20th. After some bad losses. I mean, well, I mean, the Iowa loss, they couldn't help because their, their starter went down. But the, the but the drop off from Clifford to the backup was horrible though, and I'm you know I think you know you, I mean when you take with the offensive coordinator position too many times that's what happens. I mean we've we've seen that pit too as well, Or, you know we kept going through and you know, we went through Matt Canada, Sean Watson, and then of course you know we lost our starter. It was a horribly bad drop off. You know we just didn't have any really competent quarterbacks at one point. I mean we had Pickett, you know Jeff George Jr. and of course we kept. And whoever we we're whoever we we're gonna pull from the transfer portal. I mean we had Yep. Yeah. I mean we we're I mean we we're basically we we're getting QBs from the transfer portal and a lot of them didn't even work out anyway. I mean we had one guy in particular, he was supposed pretty high and he ended up leaving Pitt. I mean he went to a bunch of schools. We had we, we just we got Joey Yellen. Of course, Joey is nowhere to be found on the depth chart, and I'm just, I'm pretty sure he'll be going. But of course I'm going with Ohio higher state. Minus eighteen and a half. They're they're rocking and rolling. I mean, Penn State usually gets up for this game, but I'm not sure what's going on at Happy Valley, where you know when you're when you're like the one of top top teams in the nation. Of course, you can't help the Iowa loss, but when you have a bye week and you lose to it, you know the way you lost. There's just you know questions need to be asked, accountability needs to be held. I mean, because if you know, Penn State does really good recruiting annually, and if you have if you have really good players, why are you still you know why lose a game like that? I mean, yeah. So as we close up here, in fact, let's check Twitter to see what's going on. As you guys all know, Mike tallman has been rumored; his name's been tied to some college jobs. And he's been tied to some college jobs. And he was asked about, you know, Tim Benz brought up the, uh, you know, him being tied to some jobs. And to be fair, I mean, you know, Tim had to ask that question. And... I don't think there was really anything wrong with the questions. You know, it gives Mike Tomlin the opportunity to squash everything then and there. Uh, Tomlin got pretty pissed off, as we all saw. Um, I think what uh, doesn't do the clip justice is the fact that um, you know, some of them, some of the clips that are posted on Twitter, they just post Tomlin's response. They don't post the actual question that was asked as well. So context is a big thing. But he seemed really upset. He seemed pretty pissed off over it. I mean, I think if anything, he felt disrespected because he's been with the Steelers for so long. Why would this get brought up? You know, if, if you know, why would his loyalty all of a sudden get questioned when he's been here for so long? I mean, like Mark Mann said, it was a non-story to begin with, but still, you know, me people have to ask it. And, um, and of course, Stephen A. on ESPN, and did, you know, did his thing. You know, I mean, people said of am Tomo Man racial when he um, brought up Andy Reid and Sean Payton. Um, I don't think that was really the case. I well, he brought up two popular coaches, and he, there are two coaches in the NFL that are very popular that he they, anyone can name off the top of their head. I mean I mean, besides Tallman, there's two other black coaches. There's Anthony Lynn and Brian Flores. I doubt Mike Tallman is gonna ask the media why they're not asking Brian Flores about the open positions. I mean but then again the way Miami's been playing, they might want to ask uh, Brian Flores about his job security. Because I don't think he has it. Well, I mean, unless he gets to Sean Watson. I mean it's I mean I know Tua doesn't feel appreciated now, but Tua's been you know hasn't really shown a whole lot from Miami yet, and if you have an opportunity to get yourself a really good quarterback, you do that. If they have the ch- a the chance to up, you know to, you know update their roster, and make it more you know. But the thing is, is with Deshaun Watson's on ongoing litigation, they you know, they can't do anything right now. But yeah, I mean, if you have a chance to upgrade your roster, you do it. I mean, if you have the talent in place, you get yourself a quarterback. I mean, they had you know they had Fitzmagic. And they were a playoff team at one point, and of course they pulled him to give two a shot. I mean, they, I mean, so a lot of this is on Miami because they, you know, in this league you got to roll with a hot hand, and they could have rolled what they could have kept going with Fitzpatrick. Sometimes he does get the Fitz tragic, but he was he had a really good chemistry with his players, and they love playing they they love playing for him, and so when you have that chemistry. A lot of times, you know, things do work out, but this is all Miami, now, and now Miami trying to save their ass. And I'm not sure, you know, Carolina may be in play too, but, you know, Matt Roll went went all in on Sam Darnold, and look what happened. I mean, it was looking good in the beginning, but now it's just, you know, when you lose you know, when you lose your, one of your top players, you know, things. you know, you have to rely on your actual quarterback to do things, then this is what happens. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the Tomah thing was an odd story. I get why the media asked it. You know, it gave him a chance to quash it. And, of course, you're going to have, when these things happen, we do things in the name of journalism. You're going to have talking heads at major networks roll off their tanks. And, yeah, Talma does, he does take a lot of criticism. He does at times. I mean, I see him on Twitter a lot, all the time. People do long for the years of Bill Cowher. But people, didn't, people hated Bill Cowher until he won the Super Bowl. You know, and, 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 at, and let's see, in the next season, they, they really don't like him either because they finished 8-8. So, it is what it is. All right, guys, I'm going to end it here. Uh, have a great weekend. Let's see what uh, Pitt does this weekend. Show up. I'll be watching, hopefully, after this. If we can, you know, hopefully, for all the stress and stuff, if we win, we can have some cool ones.